Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we will take your faith and the powerful Word of God and make them as practical and relevant to your job, home, and hobbies as your favorite pair of blue jeans are on a Saturday. Do you have an STD? You know, sprinkler tweaking disorder? (laughs) Today we're going to talk about that and some practical applications of Scripture of how to stay connected to Jesus. Thank you for joining me on the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast. This is Kevin Brownlee, and I'm going to take a quick look at something today because it's summertime, and here in Montana, you don't want to be indoors. You want to be outside. So wherever you are, I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this anyway. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, in 2002, I built my own house. Yeah, it's something I planned for a long time. And one of the things that I did, or one of the main goals, was for the place to be as maintenance-free as possible. Because I didn't want to have to build another one. I wanted to relax and enjoy it when it's done and coast through home ownership. <laughs> right? <laughs> if any of you own a home, you're laughing here too. But I put in an automatic underground sprinkler system for my lawn. And even though that sprinkler system does a fantastic job, I still find myself tweaking it almost every chance I get, whether it needs it or not. (laughs) Tinkering with the zone schedules or adjusting the heads, maybe modifying the watering times, even though I don't have to. And I do that by like just a minute or two, (laughs) but I still feel the need to tweak at it. You see, I need to do something to keep connected to the house that I put so much time and effort in. Even though I'm supposed to just coast through this home ownership, and even though there are things that, you know, do need fixed and stuff, if there's times, and there are some where there isn't anything needed to be done, I will find something to do to be connected to that house that I spent so much time in, okay? Evidently, I'm thinking I'm missing out on something or I won't enjoy my home if I don't go fiddle with the sprinkler head or change something, but I just feel like I I need to do that. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. (laughs) But I realized one day that that's what our Christian life is like. If we're saved and therefore we can just enjoy the Christian life because we're going to heaven, is that really much of a life? Are you connected to Jesus who saved you? Or is it just a like a get-out-of-jail-free card? Hmm. Kind of makes you wonder. And if you're not engaged in Jesus Christ, are you missing out on some wonderful experiences, maybe even some wonderful growing experiences that grow your relationship with Christ and a life more abundantly, as he promised in John 10.10? You know, where Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have it more to the full, more abundantly. Don't you want a more abundant life? Life to the full? A fulfilled life? I think so. I think we all do. So why coast? 
Sure, we true Christians have a, you know, bypass hell and go straight to heaven card paid for by Jesus Christ himself. But hopefully that's the bonus at the end of the worked hard, fruitful and abundant life, not the reason to coast. Connecting with our Savior daily is a need we should have. Sort of like my need to tweak my sprinklers. And I hope you do too. So that brings me to the topic here, which is how do we connect to Jesus and stay connected with him and then enjoy that full and abundant life? I thought about that and I came up with about five things. So we ready? Let's just get right to it and then we can get done and get back outside. How do we stay connected with Jesus? First, you study him by reading his, his word, the Bible. I like reading the Gospel of Mark because it's rapid-fire news stories about Jesus. You see, Mark was a teenager when Jesus was around, and he was just enthralled with Jesus. And he kind of palled around with Peter. So he kept notes, and he interviewed people, especially Peter, and he really wanted to write down what he saw in Jesus and what he learned from Jesus. And that's why I call it rapid-fire news stories, because he did so. There are little short stories that he wrote so that you can get a picture of Jesus and be connected for him. How did he handle people? How did he handle situations? How did he handle adversity? How did he, you name it, it's in the book of Mark, because he wrote down the things that were really important to him that he saw and that made an impact to him. And then after you read that, why don't you just work through Matthew, maybe even Luke and John. Anyway, the point is to study him and not just read, but study. So read a passage, maybe a paragraph, and just really think, how did Jesus react? How did he handle that? What did he say or what did he do? And then try and be like that too. I suggest just reading, you know, like a paragraph or two a day, and then think about that. Try and have some quiet time, maybe in the morning when your mind is freshest, and then you've got the day to kind of ponder about that and think about that. How Jesus was, how he acted, what he said, and how he handled situations. Next, talk to him. Yeah, some people call that praying. I call it talking with my Savior, having a chat with my best friend. Carry a conversation with Jesus while driving to work in the morning once in a while. You know, if you're right alone. (laughs) It's kind of like praying, but pretend Jesus is in the passenger seat and just have a conversation about the things that you see and things in life and things you'd like to learn or like to do questions you have and ask him to show you in his word, the Bible, the answers to those, or point you to a podcast where people can connect the Bible to their job like blue jeans. (laughs) Or maybe just take a walk and talk with him as if he was like next to you. You know, that's not stupid. Give it a try. It's actually kind of cool. And Jesus enjoys it. I know he does. Put on one of those Bluetooth thingies in your ear and just head out, you know. People aren't going to think weird because 
half the people I see are just talking all by themselves. And I look and they got something stuck in their ear. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, you can talk to Jesus like a friend. You know, our main prayer should be addressed to God our Father. But remember, Jesus is God in human form, and he is alive. So we can relate to him like somebody who has been here, done that. Relate to him the things of the day, the things that are bothering you, or the things you might need help with. Next, talk about him. Yeah, talk about him to your spouse, to your friends, other Christians. Ask them questions about their thoughts about Jesus. You know, even if you're, I don't know, playing golf with somebody that you got paired with you don't even know, just say something like, you know, I've been really thinking about something and I would like other people's opinion. Do you know Jesus? Do you know who he is or what he did? Does he make any kind of an impact on you? Conversations are always really interesting then. (laughs) And if you're too scared, well, sorry. (laughs) I guess you're too scared to tweak that sprinkler, aren't you? (laughs) Anyway, talk to other people about Jesus. Talk to them about his sermons, maybe his parables. That's always fun. Talk to them about the stories he told. You know, parables are a way of explaining something that are like, you know, an analogy. It's not something that really happened. But if Jesus is telling a story and it involves somebody and he uses their names, then you know it's a real story and he uses that as a method of teaching. Talk about his sacrifices. Talk about him to those who you wish would get to know him. Here's the next one. Thank him. A really good way of getting to know Jesus and staying connected with him is look for things to thank him for. You know, like the beautiful sunrise or sunset, good food or good drink, (laughs) and the ability to have the freedom to enjoy one or two drinks and not anymore and have the self-discipline of when to stop, right? (laughs) Okay, I won't go down there. I've got another podcast about that a while ago. Look it up. Anyway, thank him for the cool things in life, the things that he made, waterfalls, you know, pets, uh, you name it. Find something to thank him for, because there's always, always, always something to thank Jesus for. Find other things to thank him for, like remaining on point when things get really bad around him, and then ask him, how did he do that? (laughs) Ask him how he handled those Pharisees and how he was able to outsmart them which he did. They were like the smartest people at the time, and every single time, Jesus outsmarted them. (laughs) Especially when they tried to trap him. And then how did he forgive Peter, who denied him three times right before he was executed? And he forgave him alone over breakfast. You could read about that in John 21, 15 through 19. Boy, wouldn't it be cool if you could be like that? But thank him. Thank him for the things that he's done for you and the things that he made for you. Next, obey him. Yeah, this this one's kind of tough, isn't it? I know. 
but we still have to try hard to obey him and do what he says, because he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He said that in John 14, 15 and 23. John 14, verse 15 and 23. Learn from Scripture what he means. You know, read his Sermon on the Mountain in Matthew 5 through 7. That's a good place to start. That's a good place to learn what to obey him in and how to. So just try and obey him. And remember, the greatest command that he said was to love God, and the second greatest command is to love others. Are you doing both of those? It starts there. It starts there. You know what? If you have any other suggestions of how we can stay connected to Jesus, send me an email. Maybe send me some questions or some comments. I would sure appreciate that. Because the Christian life is actually a lot easier than people think when we're connected to Jesus. When we're connected to Jesus. You know, one of the things that Jesus talked about in John chapter 15 is being fruitful. You know you're a Christian if you're fruitful. And what those fruits are, kind of difficult to figure out, but they're actually really easy because they're things that bring glory to God. And you can do that in your job. You can do that in something you made. You can do that in talking with people. Be fruitful and multiply. That brings up the very first commandment given in Scripture that you're supposed to obey. Do you know what the very first one is? Genesis 1.28, be fruitful and multiply. And a lot of people think, well, that's about having babies. Well, yeah, but it is so much more than that. Being fruitful, you want to know kind of what that is? Read John chapter 15. Multiply, that's making more and more of something. You can be fruitful in your job, right? Produce things. Multiply, make more and more of something. Build more and more houses. Plant 10 seeds and harvest 200 things. That's multiplying. (laughs) Figure out what that is in your life, in your job, and try and do that. Okay? And remember, right in the middle of that, John chapter 15, I think it's John 15, 5, Jesus says that you can't do anything without being connected to me. And it pretty much means anything of value to him. So make sure that you try and do things that are of value to him, that glorify him. And you do so by being connected to him. He uses the analogy of a vine and then a branch and then fruit. Where Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branch, and then you produce the fruit by being connected to me. You're just a conduit. You're a conduit that you take the nutrients from me, pass it on to the fruit. So actually, Jesus is growing the fruit, but he needs or he uses you to do that. Make sure that you do that as part of your life. Stay connected to him. So just real recap, how to stay connected with Jesus? Study Him. Talk to Him. Talk about Him. Thank Him. And obey Him. In our next episode, we're going to open up the mailbag. (laughs) Can I say that? Open up the email bag. 
No, there's not even a bag there. I'm going to open up my email, and I'm going to answer some questions. And I'm going to do so in the order that I've received them. So if you've asked a question or you've made a comment or a suggestion of something to talk about, we're going to start that next week, okay? So pay attention and be intentional about being connected to Jesus. Yes, being intentional about it. Study Him, talk to Him, talk about Him, thank Him, and obey Him. Okay? Thank you, folks. And I'm sure Jesus will thank you, too. See you later.